another episode of Meet the Creatives. Today I am joined by Alex Schleifer, the VP of Design at Airbnb, which is uh, an awesome title to have. Uh, thank you for joining me on the podcast today, Alex. I appreciate you being here. Glad, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, founded in August of 2008, based in San Francisco, California, Airbnb is a trusted community marketplace for people to list, discover, and book unique accommodations around the world online or from a mobile phone or tablet. Uh, it's pretty remarkable that it's just 2008 that this company started. That's like mind-blowing. Uh, Airbnb connects people to unique travel experiences at any point in more than 34,000 cities and 191 countries. It's probably more than that since, they, since I found that. But uh, you came to Airbnb from, say, media. Um, but then before that, you worked at a sideshow from 2000 to May 2011, and you were the CEO and co-founder there, working with yep. clients like Mattel, Microsoft, um, Fox, among others. So uh, let's start off with that. What was that like to kind of start your own agency, and, and what were some of the highlights, and what were some of the most difficult and challenging things about that? Um, yeah, I mean, so, so first off, you know, I started... Um, it started earlier than, 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 than early 2000. It started around, uh, I would say, 97, um, even earlier. Um, so around 17, 18, 19 years old, um, you know, was really into um, making uh, video games. I think that's why we started the company. We wanted to, to build a, a video game. Uh, we got a little hung up on the budgets that were needed to buy a 3D engine. Um, it's hard to, to remember this today, but... At the time, you know, we didn't have Unity or, or Unreal Engine. It cost you a quarter of a million dollars to, to start something. Like so we started making websites. Uh, the internet was just uh, new. And, and so we started, we really bootstrapped, uh, bootstrapped the, the, the operation for, for a long time. Um, and it, it was, uh, you know, we, we ended up having clients on, on four continents. We, we were doing, you know, at times 150, 200 projects a year. Wow. Uh, so in, incredibly, you know, um, the, the, the velocity of work. And we were a small team, you know, we, we, we kind of went between, um, we were between 10 and 30 people, depending on, on the size of, of the project. Um, and, you know, it, and it, it, it was, Everything was, and I know a lot of, of young designers starting out as freelancers or, or as small agencies know that is, you know, you have to do everything. You have to do the marketing, the pitching, the payroll, uh, making sure that you know your software licenses. Everything's a, a everything's a pain in the ass at that stage. So you kind of you learn all the different parts of it. Um, but it it taught me a, a lot a lot of things like working across you know teams that are not in the same office. You know, we had we had people all over the world. Um, clients that weren't in the same country we were in, um, and 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 really taught me how to kind of go in and pitch to to to, to large companies and, and walk into those uh, those situations where you have to to kind of uh, get a company to trust you, even though you know you're you're incredibly young and uh, could come across thing. as a <laughs> I do I know, right now. Come across maybe as, as as inexperienced when 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 in fact you're not and and in fact you're gonna give them a tremendous amount of energy. So uh, yeah, I, you know it, we did that. I you know ended up doing that for for 15 years I think um, and uh, until we we sold the company. One of the great ways um, that we got some some recognition and, and stuff that helped a lot was 
really doing uh, personal projects. Um, uh, and at the time, it, it was you know it was a little bit easier to get recognition online, and there wasn't as much stuff on there. Uh, but we you know we launched UX Magazine, uh, which was then nominated for for Webby, which then kind of got us that exposure. Um, and you know, trying to do as many talks and meet as many people as possible. Uh, so that was an interesting time. It was a, it was 15 years of incredibly hard work. Wow, uh, that yeah. sounds like hard work. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. So you came to Airbnb from Say Media to take on one of the most sought after jobs. You know, currently right now, it's one of the hottest companies in the world right now. Um, you know, and it's a pretty difficult task. It sounds like from what I just heard that you were pretty cut out for it. Um, but you know, leading user experience, production, uh, user re- research at Airbnb, um, mm-hmm. and I read in that your Wired magazine article that your job isn't necessarily to design products, but design how Airbnb works. So, uh, you know, in your personal opinion, um, how should Airbnb work? Uh, well, I think I mean, you know, just on, on joining Airbnb, an interesting uh, fact is that. Um, I didn't know how big the role is going in. I think it might have, you know, going in for those interviews uh, might have scared the hell out of me if I had known, like, just this, <laughs> this, just the scale of the role I was taking on. I mean, I knew it was big and I was excited about Airbnb, um, but you know, even in the two years that I've joined, it's 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 become so much more than it was when I was joining. So that's incredibly exciting. And nothing ever, you're never ready for that, right? You never, you're never quite. Um, yeah, so every day is every day is a whirlwind, and, and every day I pinch myself. So I, I really, I mean, yeah, it's it's an incredible, incredible opportunity. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, the way I feel any organization should be um, designed like really depends on 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 what you're selling, you know, what what your values are, what your mission is. I think at Airbnb we have a very specific. Um, you know, very specific mission, uh, which is, you know, building a world where anyone can belong anywhere. And that translates to, to things like, you know, really, uh, kind of, uh, trying to develop travel that isn't commoditized, trying to build products that make people feel like they belong in a place that they're visiting, that they don't feel like an outsider and, and generally making travel more fun and more transformational. Uh, and so, you know, when, when you're looking at that, um, it's, it's incredibly important to me to make sure that we bring in all those different disciplines and make them um, uh, equal partners with sorry, equal partners within the, the decision making process. And so, you know, even the way we define design is 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 not is not just the, the, the traditional definition of the, the, the interaction designer or UX designer. It is really every discipline that we believe uh, fundamentally impacts the user experience, the experience of our community on on the platform. So, you know, we have researchers, we have content strategy, we have global translations because we are inherently a global business. You know, more than half the people on our platform don't use English as a primary language. And you can imagine that with travel, you know, I think the majority of hosts and guests actually speak a different language to each other. So language has become incredibly important. And that is, you know, potentially unique to Airbnb. but I, I do believe that if you look, if you look, you know, I do believe that design is in itself is a spectrum that goes from, you know, it, it includes illustrators, it includes UX designers, interaction designers, animators, researchers, uh, uh, 
um, you know, content strategists, uh, production designers, the people who build our tools, all of these people need to work together. Um, and then and then within that organization also collaborate and have peers in engineering and product management. Um, and, you know, one of my hypothesis, one of my philosophies is that I don't want to build or run a designer-led organization. I want to build an organization where design thinking is at the forefront of everything we do and everybody gets ownership of that. Uh, because I think design thinking, even if you're an engineer, uh, is something that is incredibly useful. And then I want design to be seen not as a service um, and not as, as, as a leading discipline, but as a, as a true partner. Um, and, and for that to happen, you know, it needs the entire organization needs to be down with that. I, I think uh, some companies elevate design to a standing that is higher than other disciplines. Some companies use design as a service. Uh, I think the, 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 the best way I've seen it working is really have kind of these peer groups work together. So each one of our teams has a lead engineer, a lead product manager, a lead designer, a lead researcher, all working together. Uh, and when, when that happens, I, I, feel, I feel magical magical things can can happen. So um, that's that's how that's how I, I, I think of things. I um, you know I'm of course a big fan of design. I think designers should be brought in as early as possible. Um, but not necessarily earlier than anyone else. You know, I think I think it depends on the project and I think you need to be pretty malleable. Um, and I also feel that, you know, Sometimes we separate designers and engineers down very strict lines, and I think it's actually there's a spectrum there, right? And and there's a lot of designers that bleed very heavily into to kind of that whose who, whose skill set kind of lean towards engineering. A lot of engineers who have really good UX mindsets. So if you look at this as a spectrum and you think of this as a as a as one team, it becomes much more useful. And I know it's working when I walk into a review. And I don't know who the designer and who the engineer and who the researcher right. is. They're all just talking about the product and what we're building. Right. We're all, you know, we're all, we all like, you know, craftspeople that are just working together to create something amazing. Um, and that's, I think, is really, really powerful. That is powerful. That's awesome. Um, you know, like in that same article, uh, as you can tell, I went through the depths of the internet to research for this. Yeah, I can see that. Yes. <laughs> Uh, one of the quotes I really like from that is, uh, there's a scramble to figure out what the culture of design is, but saying that a company has an engineering or a design culture just isn't productive because it comes down to personal opinion. There's so much talk about like where, um, you know, design culture is headed and what design means and, and, and everything like that, you know, about companies being design led. And I feel like that word gets just kind of thrown around and doesn't really have like a defined meaning. Where do you think that design is heading? You know, I don't want to be overly prescriptive. I think every, you know, there, there are companies that haven't embraced design in the way that, you know, maybe Airbnb does or even Facebook or Google today that are incredibly successful, right? And we need to come to terms with that. Would they be more successful? Uh, with design uh, tightly integrated to it, possibly, right? I don't. I just don't have the metrics to back that up. Um, but I, but I do. I do feel that you know where design is headed, and and I think you need to look at it where product development is headed, is is hopefully uh, to a place where people have a clearer understanding of the different disciplines. So let me give you. Let me give you an example. I don't think design. I think design has a branding issue. I think 
try this out, you know, uh, get into a lift or, 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 you know, bump into somebody and they ask you like, what do you do? And you say, I'm a designer and they, and then you might say I'm a product designer or an experience designer or a UX designer or information designer or whatever that right. is. Yeah. Uh, in nine out of 10 times, they won't understand what that is. Um, and you'll show them, well, you know, this app, you know, I, I designed that and they'll, they'll sometimes say something like, oh, like an engineer. And you say, yeah, like an engineer. Um, and I think that doesn't help because, you know, that the, the lack of, of clarity and knowledge around what the discipline is, uh, is, is also something that exists at an executive level in companies, you know. Uh, and a lot of the people that make decisions around organizations, a lot of the people that found companies um, don't, don't, don't have that, that sense. They understand that they cannot launch anything without an engineer. But they don't really get a sense of well, what does design land in that? Where does research land? What is content strategy? You know, there's all these these different disciplines. But you know, speaking about designers and UX designers specifically, uh, we haven't done a particularly good job in clarifying what the role is. So my hope is that at some point it becomes as clear as you know architecture, right? So you know that when you're building a building, you're going to have an architect that really kind of sets up the structure. You will have an interior designer. Uh, that will create the beautiful spaces and you will have engineers that build it. I, nine out of 10 people know that. Yeah. Nine out of 10 understand that process. So if you tell anyone like, oh, I'm thinking about start, you know, building a building, they have a basic sense of, of the structures. Yeah. And for us to have a design really truly integrated into companies at every level, we need to become much better at making that clear. And then also that clarity will help us bring, uh, you know, y young people into the design field because right now, you know, I also call design an accidental profession. I think an interesting, an interesting exercise that I always do with with people that we're interviewing or hiring is like, how did you get into this? Mm -hmm. And it's, and the amount of times that people fell into it by luck is really impressive. Well, I always, you know, I like to draw and I like things. I thought I would be an architect, but then somebody asked me to make a website and I, and here I am, you know, or, you know, I used to design things for my friends in Club Penguin. Like these are real stories, this, but we can't, nobody says like I was really inspired by a beautiful piece of interaction that made me say, I need to do this because they can't connect what they're seeing. So, so we need to do a much better job. So we do a much better job at that once we start learning how to communicate, once people become more aware of it. You know, parents with kids in high school, all that type of stuff, I think will create more designers coming into the fray and and we'll also, you know, have people in companies knowing where to put design and understanding what the discipline is about. Uh, but that's it's up to all of us. You know, podcasts like this are important. Um, but you know, it's up to all of us to to get there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, thank you for that. Um I, I was uh, one of, I'm uh, 25 years young, and, and in the design world, that means I'm like 11 years old. Uh, <laughs> at, but um, in high school, I actually took Photoshop classes. Uh, and yeah. it was kind of interesting how that manifested itself later on. Because, uh, you know, I kind of just, in high school, I just didn't care. And I had my teacher yelling at me, Mr. Karen, uh, who was always yelling at me and telling me about, you know, applying myself and that this could turn into a career and, you know, that I kind of had like a natural ability for it. And it's weird. I didn't believe him at the time. And mm -hmm. then now I'm kind of seeing how just from that one discussion that has kind of 
turned out now I'm working at like, you know, at BuzzFeed in New York City and having this podcast. And it's really kind of great how just some one little class in high school, it just kind of was like, oh, yeah, I could do that. It's, it's good to know you kind of have it in your back pocket. And then I had that same experience where it was like, you know, I, somebody, somebody needed the menu, somebody needed this. And then the next thing you know, you're, you know, talking to guys from Airbnb about, you know, product design. So it's, <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I, you know, it's, I, you know, same as me. I was a, a kid who liked computers and loved hacking at video games. And, uh, and I, I, you know, I dropped out of high school, you know, it's not, you know, it's not, these are not, it's, there's all these interesting paths to this, but I think we can't rely on those because imagine you never had that conversation. Imagine something else came up. Yeah. Right? Like, where would you be now? And or if I never took that class, would I would you never have took been that. planted? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I mean, you, you, and now you have a great job. I think being a designer is an incredible job. It's an incredible career. Yeah. I think the, the worst day, uh, and I'm at that kind of that stage in my career where you're kind of just bouncing through and it's like, it's, you know, you're just trying to keep up. And in New York, it's a, it's a pretty crazy place to work. But I, I think the worst day as a designer is like the best day at, at most jobs. And I, I pinch myself just being able to, to do that. So it's really kind of cool. Yeah. It's also, you know, my, my generation remembers uh, doing all this stuff for free because nobody would pay for it. Yeah. So it's also, yeah, that's a, I, I, you know, I think we've done a, a ton of progress and I'm excited to see that. And I'm excited to see that the new generation of designers coming up. Super exciting. Yeah. Along that same yeah. note of, of young designers, this podcast has kind of uh, turned into a place where young designers can get advice. But, you know, for young designers that are looking to make it but yet don't have the experience, um, yeah. what would your advice be to be somebody who wants to, whether it be like an engineer or a designer or, or anything, but they, people aren't willing to give them a chance and then they, they just want to break in? How do you do that if you don't have the experience? And what would your advice be to somebody who is kind of up against you know, trying to break in and having a difficult time because of their lack of experience. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, it's going to, that experience is going to be different for, for everyone. But if I have to, to, to give some, some broad advice on that, I think that, um, first of all, it's incredibly important, both as an engineer and as a designer to build up a portfolio. Um, and it's not only so that you can show people, but it's to force you from, to build something real and make something, uh, something tangible uh, that that has you know some some, some real value, some real um, uh, you know somebody can can look at and it feels concrete. And and for these things, you know, like just redesign something. For example, if you're a designer, grab like a tool um, uh, that maybe is something that you feel could be done better and and re redesign it. Go through some user testing, put it in front of people, design it, create create. Uh, some mock-ups, put that, save that, start building up a portfolio. And um, I think it's the reason I like this method is that A, you learn, B, you're faced with real challenges because you, you're, it's not a flight of fancy, it's, it's, you, you're basing it on, on either a real product or an idea that you have. And, and C, it creates something that you can take with you. Um, uh, and, and, and that's important to show to potential employers or, or people you want to work with. But it's also important to show yourself that, you know, how you've progressed. Um, and so, you know, for me, it was, you know, 
hacking video games to change all the assets in it and then then kind of trying to figure out HTML and building a site that 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 I had seen or or trying to build something you know I redesigned Yahoo or something because that was the thing at the time um, and 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 that'll you know that repetition will will teach you a lot I think uh, understanding understand that there are some basics to for example design that are pretty universal and try to learn that it's like a little bit like music if you know music theory it's not crazy difficult but it will it will help you for the rest of your life and it will totally change the way you solve problems and i think design has similar things um, around you know just like it's 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 information design so uh you know there are a lot of books based on information design like studying the way you know we process you know calendars and dates and the New York subway map and all these types of things. Look at just the way great things are designed and try to, to understand them and read, read some of that theory. And then the thing that we don't talk about a lot is the tools. Being intimately comfortable with the tools and understanding all the everything from shortcuts to and, – and just trying out things that you feel are inherently complicated – uh, so something that you like, let's say you see on an app, and trying to rebuild that, whether it's you know a transition, an animation, a visual, a piece of code, try to recreate something and and understand the fundamentals of of how it was created within the tool. And so these these two basics will will build that muscle. Um, and then the third thing, so you know the first one is is really kind of make stuff, understand the process, uh, the process, the, the basics and the tools. And the third one is like find mentors. Yeah. You know, just 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 talk to people, ask them, um, and 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 try to to connect in a very real, human way with someone that that will give you advice and that will also give you, real harsh critique because the main thing that you're missing on right now is not, you know, the client or the business, but it's somebody to tell you when your work is miserable or when you've made a wrong yeah. decision and and and. And design specifically, and coding, I think, is so much part of kind of that dialogue. Um, I, I feel that those are those are three important things. Yeah. Two two things to bear in mind. Uh, you should always take feedback, uh, specifically negative feedback. You know, um, uh, uh, thinking about the fact that somebody's giving you that feedback not because they think you can't do any better, but because they think you can do better. Right. Right. And that's that's where they're coming from. Um, and so, and you know, and secondly, the ability to capture feedback and, and even sometimes argue and, and and you know really defend your work if you feel like it's it's defensible, is a huge part of being a designer, you know. And yeah. and and so and 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 like learning from that, learning from how to receive harsh critique, learning from how to kind of come away from that stronger is like one of the most useful skills and you know it's not easy but uh, at the end of the day you, you know we can't take this type of feedback personally because design it's not it's not like somebody is commenting on a piece of art that is uh, yeah. meaningful to you even though a lot of the the skills applied are very similar design is a very technical skill and you you're you're often designing you know um, for, for, for large user groups. So you need that feedback. Uh, and uh, you need to go in thinking, I do not know everything. Right. Um, and that's a very useful skill and it'll make you a better designer. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, you're talking about the, div the diversity of people that you work with. 
Um, and you guys have kind of broadened the definition of product design of the product design job, uh, including mm -hmm. a variety of problem solvers, um, as you mentioned, translators, and it's all kind of under the design umbrella. But I've read that on your team, or I'm not sure if they're still there, but uh, there's a former librarian, a mechanic, an insurance agent, a therapist, a modern dancer. Are they all still there for the most part? Yeah, for the most part. We also have people who worked on, uh, on, on rockets. Wow. Uh, yeah, so, um, um, you know, I can't use the word. It's not rocket science anymore <laughs> because somebody actually knows rocket science. Uh, no, I uh, – yeah, and, and, you know, the diversity in, in skill sets on that team is, is tremendous. Found out just this week that uh, one of our designers was into – uh, study glass blowing, right? And I, and I, and I feel that there's this um, this tendency, uh, and, and 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 you know, really fortunate at Airbnb to be able to to work and attract some of the best people in the world, is that it's these interesting stories that actually make you an incredibly uh, that that make up an incredibly powerful design team. Uh, because the, the different perspective, right? Perspective is nearly everything. And so being able to come in with with such a different set of experiences just makes the product better. Like there's no question about it for me. Yeah. Uh, and I think if everyone just you know graduated from 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 RISD and, and came over, uh, even though some of the people graduated from RISD and they're amazing, I yeah, think keeping I don't yeah, exactly. I think keeping a, a kind of a broad set of experiences is is really important, um, and and just super fun. Yeah, it's it's been uh, uh, yeah, it's been great. Uh, does it make I mean, kind it, of a crazy like office? The the people does it get a little bit? Uh, is it a little different than the kind of the, the sort of a place where people just all like wear black and you know? <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely doesn't feel like that, and yeah. I definitely walked into. The design agencies. Sorry, this wasn't a mute. I definitely walked into you know agencies where I felt like everybody comes from 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 a similar space. Uh, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel like that. And the incredible thing is like we have uh, you know we have 160 or so people on the team, and uh, you can literally ask like, oh, we're looking to do something like that, and somebody will come up and say, yeah, I know how to do stop motion. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, uh, so it's 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 fun. It's engaging. I keep finding new things out about the team and um, the talent on this place. Just incredible. So, so just you know, in, in closing remarks, uh, you've already given such great advice and and on for young designers and for the future of design. And this has been a lot of fun. And I appreciate you being here. So outside of talent, and and outside of you know natural ability and, and experience and all those things, when you're looking at a person's character. What are you looking for? What's the most important way to carry yourself? Um, you know, I, I uh, and, and you can call it any way you want, whether it's empathy or just having high EQ or 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 just getting having a sense of understanding a person's situation and managing to synthesize that. You know, I think that's an incredibly useful skill. Um, design is not. A discipline that you, you you can design for personal reasons, right? But design is not. I think design is, uh, and, and some of your personality will always come through. Some of your taste will come through, but at the end of the day, design is a deeply technical skill that is meant to make things better for somebody else, and oftentimes millions of people. So I think that that sense of uh, 
uh, ability to look at a problem empathetically and maybe uh, exist in somebody else's shoes and kind of transport yourself in there, I think is incredibly, um, you know, it, it's required and I think it can be, it can be learned. Uh, it's not, it's not about being a nice person or, 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 or outgoing or, um, I think it's more about really being able to step outside of your own head and, and try to solve things um, in a way that is a little bit broader and also being acutely aware of what you don't know, right? So saying, okay, I know that I'm trying to solve this from a very internalized point of view. Um, and a lot of times, you know, the thing that's really difficult is that a lot of us uh, designers start their careers in relative isolation. Right, uh, sure. and you're not, yeah. So, and you're not exposed to a bunch of different uh, folks, especially around the product that you're working. You know, you might be talking to a client, and the client doesn't have that perspective either. And you, oftentimes, you're not designing for them; you're designing for their clients, right? right. Um, so, so that's uh, and that's something that we have uh, various ways of of measuring and 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 interviewing for. But I think that 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 you know that that empathetic skill of being able to absorb, synthesize uh, somebody else's experience is really important. Um, uh, also, don't be an asshole. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, Alex, I really appreciate you being here. This has been a lot of fun. Um, and I just want to, you know, I'm at a point in my life now as a designer where I'm kind of at like the crossroads at like, you know, kind of really stepping up to the plate and having to kind of take a, an even deeper dive. And I think yeah. when I graduated from school, I thought that I was great. I thought that I knew everything and I would just go and pentagram and I'd like be on Michael Beirut's team and like things would work out. And, and you know, uh, I've gotten to meet all uh, most of my mentors and heroes. And I've also been humbled that how much work it takes to get there. So um, having discussions like this with people like yourself really kind of help to keep the momentum going, keep it moving. And uh, yeah, I, I, I just think it's great that people like yourself give up the time to help out people like me. Uh, and it's, you know, I'm really grateful that, that this design community is like that and is willing to give back because there's not a lot of, you know, I don't think finance bros are really uh, reaching out to their finance mentors and having podcasts, but they might be, who knows. <laughs> it might be. I uh, yeah. And one of the reasons I was excited to do this is because you know hopefully it reaches an audience. I'm really passionate about you know the the the, the, the folks coming into the discipline now and the fact that we need more. And you know I feel that at times you know we mystify design because it makes us feel better that it's yeah. this you know and and we try to to hide behind the fact that it's magic and. Uh, but I want to make sure that we work really hard, and I think you're doing that uh, to demystify it and and make sure that it's like approachable and be honest. And it's hard, and it's it's learning, and it's technical. It's not it's uh, you know it's 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 all the things. It's a real job. And yeah, gonna, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. And I, I, that's so, kind of like been the the what I've come to because when I first started doing it, it was like I want to meet like. I want to meet all my heroes and this will be so much fun. And I was in school. So it was like, you know, design's nothing but fun. And now I 
that I have this platform to use. I want to use it as a way to encourage other young designers and say, like, yeah, listen, it's really hard out there for everyone, and everyone's gone through it, and everybody that I've talked to, no matter how successful, they've all had to pay the dues, and they've all been, you know, thrown out of places and not made it, and you just got to stick with it, so... Yeah, and they've all sat through a bad review and they've all felt like an imposter and they've all thought that they sucked at their job. So, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thanks a lot. And also I wanted to say, uh, yeah. you know, the one thing that I'm really proud of is the Airbnb.design blog. We try to make sure that, that any post that we put out there is, uh, is, 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 is actionable and it's something that we can share uh, and something that we may have learned. Um, so, you know, do, do check that out. Awesome, for sure. Yeah, Alex, yeah. thank you so much, man. You are the man. And if, next time I'm in San Francisco, I will definitely. Uh, we're gonna go out for a beer, or two. yeah, yeah. Come and come and visit the office as well. It's a it's a Dude, trip. Hell yeah, I'm I'm a sucker yeah. for nice offices. I love it. Oh, you like you like ours. Oh yeah. All right, buddy. It's a pleasure uh, meeting you, and I uh, hope to see you again soon. See you later. All right, take care.